Hello, hello, this is Victor Gospel Temple, the Church of Praise and Worship, and this is Inspiration of God Ministries, right here on Worldwide Web. It is such a blessing. God is so good to each and every. We are so thankful, thankful, thankful for everything that He's done, doing, will do. He is almighty. He is he is super califragilistic X P L This is Sunday school time. Sunday school time. And to go into our lesson, which is John the ninth chapter, the thirty-fourth to the forty-first verses. I do believe I will get right there to that. And we are using L.G. Parkhurst Jr. version of the uh, Sunday School lesson, which is based on the International Sunday School lesson. You can find that at OUOSU.com, www.OUOSU.com. This is the, uh, going to be the lesson which is Jesus will not abandon believers Jesus will not abandon believers and it's for July 12th in the year 2020 our focal scripture is Jesus heard that they had driven him out and when he found him he said do you believe in the son of man and that's John the ninth chapter and the thirty-fifth verse. So we're going to go into our scripture reading, which is the twenty-fourth. It's the thirty-fifth, John nine verses thirty-five through forty-one. Jesus will not abandon believers. Get into our scripture here. Pull it up. And I'm so thankful for everything God has taken our family through after our brother Michael transitioned into eternity. God is so good to each of us, and I thank Him for sustaining us. I thank Him for sustaining us. He is an almighty, everlasting God, and there is no way in this world we can do without our almighty, everlasting God. There is no way, and I am thankful to Him because He has kept us thus far. And he's yet keeping us. And it means so much to be kept by God. Because if he doesn't keep us, we will not be kept. This is his world. This is his universe. He is keeping us. And I am so grateful. So grateful. 35 through 41. 
down the ninth chapter. Jesus heard that they had cast him out, and when he found him, he said unto him, Dost thou believe on the Son of God? And we remember last week in our lesson, the man that Jesus had healed, they called him in and they tried to get him to go against or uh, fabricate or not admit that Jesus had healed him. And they wanted him to say what they wanted him to say in order to cast doubt on Jesus. But he didn't, so they put him out. <laughs> put him out. Because he wouldn't say what they wanted him to say. He answered and said, Who is he, Lord, that I might believe on him? And Jesus said unto him, Thou hast both seen him, and it is he that talketh with thee. And he said, Lord, I believe, and worshipped him. And Jesus said, for judgment I am come into this world, that they which see not might see, and that they which see might be made blind. And some of the Pharisees which were with him heard these words, and said unto him, I just had a change here, somehow in my Bible gateway it's doing something different. I'm going to have to wait on this computer. I guess maybe I hit the wrong, I touched the wrong thing, maybe. That might be what's happening. So I need to get back to chapter 9. Back to chapter 9. And so we will go back to chapter 9. It's changing. BibleGateway.com is my favorite uh, online Bible. So we'll get down to my scriptures. Okay. And some of the Pharisees which were with him heard these words and said unto him, are we blind also? Jesus said unto them, If ye were blind, ye should have no sin. But now ye say, We see. Therefore your sin remaineth. Oh, that's heavy. Heavy. Jesus will not abandon believers. Jesus will not abandon believers. I need to get back. Let's pull that up because this computer is doing its thing. And when they want to do their thing, we just have to wait on them to do their thing.
filling it up. Thank you for your patience. Those of you who work with computers know the deal. You know the deal. And Elder Davis used to say to me quite often, Sister Davis, in your patience, possess ye your soul. <laughs> That's what he would say. So when, in other words, be patient. Be patient. Your soul depends on it. So I, by the grace of God, have learned more patience since I was married to him. And I thank God for that. Thank God for that. Jesus will not abandon believers. Okay, the parents of the man Jesus healed were afraid they might be driven out of the synagogue if they said too much in his behalf. So they left their son to, son to stand alone before the Pharisees and give his testimony. Perhaps the man knew and trusted in Psalm 27 verse 10 which reads, if my father and mother forsake me, the Lord will take me up. Indeed, as his parents feared, the Pharisees drove the man Jesus healed out of the synagogue and forbade him from worshiping in the temple. But the Lord took him up. When Jesus heard he had been driven out, he sought out and found the man. Upon finding him, Jesus asked the question that he expected to hear a positive answer to from the man when he asked him. In Jesus' question, the King James, James Version uses, Son of God, and the uh, NASB, the NIV, the NRSV use Son of Man. Now the earliest Greek manuscripts use Son of Man. The title, Son of Man, meant Messiah. Messiah. Jesus' question meant, Do you believe in the Messiah? The man Jesus healed would have known what Jesus meant when asked if he believed in the Messiah or Son of Man. Through his ministry, Jesus taught that he, the Messiah, was, is, the Son of God. Hallelujah. He answered and said, Who is he, Lord, that I might believe in on him? That's the 36th verse. The man knew that Jesus was talking about the Messiah, and the man replied that if he knew who the Messiah was, he would certainly believe in him. The man demonstrated what Jesus said in John 3, verse 21. Those who do what is true come to the light so that it may be clearly seen that their deeds have been done in God. In speaking to the Pharisees, the man did what, he, what was true and spoke what was true. Perhaps the man knew Psalm 27, 1. The Lord is my light and my salvation. Whom shall I fear? The Lord is the stronghold of my life. Of whom shall I be afraid? For the Lord had healed his for the Lord had healed his eyes so he could see the light, and the man was not afraid to tell the Pharisees who wanted to kill Jesus that he believed in Jesus. 
The man had told the Pharisees the truth about Jesus as much as he knew about Jesus at the time that he was a prophet and was from God and he told the Pharisees that he had obeyed Jesus on the Sabbath when Jesus put mud on his eyes to heal him. He was a man of truth and thus prepared to receive Jesus as the Messiah. The title Sir is used here as an address of respect. Because Jesus had healed the man's blindness, the man could see Jesus as they were talking. The man knew, perhaps by recognizing Jesus' voice, that Jesus had healed him. Then Jesus revealed to the man who he is. He is the Messiah that the Jews expected. In Luke the 11th chapter and the 34th verse, Jesus spoke symbolically and said, Your eye is the lamp of your body. If your eye is healthy, your whole body is full of light. But if it is not healthy, your body is full of darkness. If it is not healthy, your body is full of darkness. Jesus had made the man's physical eyes healthy, and the man was truthful. Seeing physically and spiritually, his whole self was now full of divine light. He was ready to believe in Jesus. Immediately, in response to Jesus' question, he called Jesus his Lord, now in the highest sense of that title as King of the Universe, are as God, not as Sir. He proved that Jesus was now his Lord and his God when he worshiped Jesus. As the Son of God and the Son of Man, Jesus accepted his worship. Whereas in the Bible, angels sent from God also, or excuse me, whereas in the Bible angels sent from God always refused to let anyone worship them. Jesus accepted his worship. In word and deed, Jesus testified that he and his Father were one and he was worthy to be worshiped as Lord and Savior. Now, in John, the fifth chapter, the 22nd through the 23rd verses, Jesus spoke of his authority. The Father judges no one, but has given all judgment to the Son, so that all may honor the Son just as they honor the Father. Anyone who does not honor the Son does not honor the Father who sent him. Now in John the ninth chapter, in the 39th verse, Jesus said again, that he came into the world for judgment. My God, my God, my God. Mm. The true and the living God. He came into the world for judgment. Now Jesus came to save the lost and not to condemn them, but in John the third chapter, the 18th through the 19th verses we read, those who believe in him are not condemned, 
but those who do not believe are condemned already because they have not believed in the name of the only Son of God. And this is the judgment that the light has come into the world and people loved darkness rather than light because their deeds were evil. Jesus is the light of the world, but most of the Pharisees and others loved darkness because their deeds were evil. And when Jesus came and shined into the world as the light, he revealed the dark hearts of those who did not truly love the Lord but preferred to continue doing evil. Now Jesus said to some of the religious leaders in Luke the 11th chapter and the 39th verse, Now you Pharisees clean the outside of the cup and of the dish, but inside you are full of greed and wickedness. Now Jesus did not come to condemn but to save, yet Jesus knew that by teaching the truth he would bring division and those who would not believe were already condemned. He did not need to condemn them. They condemned themselves. Their wickedness condemned them. He knew he would bring division when he warned those who practiced evil to repent and turn to him for the forgiveness of their sins. Division would come between those who accepted him as the Messiah and Son of God and those who rejected him and sought to kill him. Now in Luke, the 12th chapter, the 51st through the 53rd verses, Jesus said, Do you think that I have come to bring peace to the earth? No, I tell you, but rather division. For now on five in one household will be divided. From now on, five in one household will be divided, three against two and two against three. They will be divided. Father against son and son against father, mother against daughter and daughter against mother, mother-in-law against her daughter-in-law and daughter-in-law against mother-in-law. Now we know from experience that in some families not everyone believes in Jesus as their Lord and Savior and some lose friendships after they turn to Jesus and Jesus saves them from continuing to do evil deeds. Now the man born blind knew that he did not see physically and he knew what it was to live in physical darkness in the world. Then Jesus enabled him to see. The man was a a man of truth who knew some things about Jesus after Jesus healed him then he saw Jesus and spoke to Jesus and believed in Jesus he could also see spiritually now after professing that he believed in Jesus the Messiah he could walk in both physical and spiritual light and follow Jesus when the Pharisees rejected his testimony about Jesus and rejected Jesus, they remained spiritually blind. Now some of the Pharisees 
claimed to be able to see spiritually because they obeyed and insisted others obeyed their laws and traditions. But throughout the Gospel of John and the other Gospels, we learn that some of the Pharisees were spiritually blind. They loved wickedness and their deeds were evil no matter what they professed with their mouths. Now here's a notice. Jesus said, some of the Pharisees, for not all were evil. Now, for example, Nicodemus told Jesus in John the third chapter and the second verse, Rabbi, we know that you are a teacher who is come from God. He and others came to believe in Jesus as the Messiah and the Son of God, as the Savior and Lord, as their Savior and Lord. Now, in John, the 12th chapter, the 42nd verse, we read, Nevertheless, many, even of the authorities, believed in him. But because of the Pharisees, they did not confess it for fear that they would be put out of the synagogue. Synagogue. Jesus' teachings did bring division among the Pharisees and other religious authorities, and his teaching also brought division among the people. My, my, my. That's the way it is. That's the way it was. All right? Now, some of the Pharisees were so spiritually blind, they probably expected Jesus to placate them and say, No. You are not blind. And when they asked, surely we are not blind? They claimed to be able to see spiritually, but as we have seen, they were spiritually blind. Otherwise, they would have recognized that Jesus had been sent from God. Not all Pharisees were hypocrites, as we have seen. And notice the principle that Jesus used. Evil Pharisees said they saw spiritually and knew the scriptures, but their knowledge did not lead them to believe in and obey the scriptures. Their laws and traditions often set aside the truths of scriptures taught so they could selfishly take advantage of others contrary to God's law of love. Because they would not believe in the scriptures that pointed to God, as the Father and to Jesus as the Son and preferred to walk in spiritual darkness, their sin remained. They would not come to Jesus and receive him as the Savior of the world. In John the third chapter, the first through the 21st verses, the Pharisees who knew they were spiritually blind, such as Nicodemus, who asked Jesus about how to be born again, eventually came to Jesus and Jesus forgave them and cleansed them of their sins. Number one question, we have five questions for you to work with, okay? What does it mean when Jesus calls himself the Son of God? Number two, what does it mean when Jesus calls himself the Son of Man? 
Number three, what did you learn about Jesus when you read that he went to find the man after he learned that he had been driven out of the synagogue? Number four, do you think the man responded rightly to Jesus when Jesus told him who he is? So give a reason for your answer. Number five, why did Jesus say the sins of the Pharisees remained? Wow, those are good questions. I know you're going to have fun with that. Our subject, Jesus will not abandon sinners, and I am a living witness. Our repenting prayer, our prayer of repentance. If you want to be saved, and I would even say, if you don't want to be saved, say this prayer, repeat it after me, because we don't know what will happen between the time you start repeating and the time you end it, you might be saved. Hallelujah. But those who are willing to repent and accept Jesus Christ as their personal Savior, they will be saved. You will be saved. Yes, you will after this. And all you have to do after this is ask God for guidance to someone, for someone to find you to take you into a sanctified fold with a sanctified leader or lead you to someone if you're not already there in a, with a sanctified leader God ask God to lead you and you can call me at 469-629-9543 or email me at ggtchurch66 at yahoo.com repeat after me dear God I repent of my sins. I ask you in the name of Jesus to forgive me of my sins. I accept Jesus Christ as my personal Savior. And that's it. You're saved now. So follow what I have advised you to do. Ask God to lead you to a sanctified leader or lead a sanctified leader to you so that you can join a fellowship if you're not already in one so that you can learn more and more about God and more and more about how to be saved and remember this Jesus will not abandon you this is Greater Gospel Tool the Church of Praise and Worship I love you.